0: to the Small Talks of Small Businesses podcast. I'm your host, John Hawkins. Each week we talk to business owners about their business and more specifically, how their website can help their businesses grow. Uh, Today, I'm joined by Richard Sheffield from Sheffield Spice and Tea Company. How's it going? going well. Good to be with you, John. Awesome. I appreciate you being on the show. So I have to tell you, when we first started putting together the idea for this podcast, companies like yours in the situation that you're in were basically the exact model for who I thought this podcast was going to work for and who I was trying to reach. And by that, I mean folks with a physical store, and then a website with an online presence. So I'm going to just kind of dive into the first question, which is since you do have a physical store right here in Las Vegas, actually you're only about 10 minutes away from my house, um, and then your website, you have a really extensive online store. How has running the online store affected the business you do in the physical location?
1: Uh, Well, John, they complement each other. Uh, When we decided to open our store, creating a website was a given. You know, there was no option. Right. Uh, We don't have yellow pages like the old days. So, you know, our purpose for the website was and still is to support our physical store as well as to create an online national marketplace for our spices, teas, accessories, all the other products. Uh, The website promotes our brick and mortar store for locals, tourists, because we're not that far from the strip, or anyone who wants to walk into our store. Uh, But the teas and spices are a sensory experience so seeing, smelling, touching, tasting them is important. Uh, we have plenty of clients who don't live in town or even in the state or even in the country. We have a lot of people from Canada and Europe come in. Hmm. Um, so, but, but they visit us every time they're in Las Vegas in trips or uh, relatives or whatever else. And um, they shop us online in between visits. That's why creating rich content for our website descriptions and images is important. For those who don't walk into our store, we want the website to be as close as possible to a live experience. So the work I've put into our website has paid off since customers every day, I mean literally every day, day—say so they found us online, saw our products you know, on our website, so they come in to buy them, and then they use our store as a virtual store before they come in, so they can kind of get a feel for what they're going to walk into in the store, and so the website definitely supports the uh, local store.
0: That's great. That that is such a nice compliment. Where it's the they you know they've come in and they've they've tried the stuff in person, and maybe they are out of town, so they can continue to purchase from you while they're back home. That's great. So, are there any struggles that you've had to overcome with running both a physical and online store?
1: Well, I'd say not really, since the website is part of a physical store. You know, they kind of go together. My wife pretty much runs the store day to day. You know, I'm still you know do a lot of stuff at night behind the scenes with blending that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh so i but i i man managed the website side of it and it, it's um the website kind of like an online super catalog as well as an online resources center for people looking to learn about spices and teas so education is very important with spices and teas and I, but i'd like to say that the biggest challenge that we do have is mostly to maintain product inventory on our website since our physical store and the online stock don't talk to each other. So if we sell out of a product, we have to manually update the website and put it out of stock, and then put it back into stock when we get another shipment, and we have thousands of unique items. Mm-hmm. And since we're always creating new spice blends, teas, new accessories, etc., I have to take the time at night to add them uh, to the website. But since we use WooCommerce as our selling platform, it's quite easy. It's a bit time-consuming, with writing content, taking pictures, et cetera, but WooCommerce, you know, still makes it easy. So our biggest challenge is just making sure that what people see in the store and see online kind of match each other. So that's, you know, that's just, that's a challenge. that, um, you know, a lot of these, you know, our business in our same situation face really.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a, it's, it's definitely an issue that, um, keep you busy. That's for sure. So I was noticing oh, yeah. on your website that uh, you guys have an online newsletter. Can you talk a little bit about how you use that for marketing for your business?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. That was something that we also had in mind from initially creating our business plan to stay in touch with our customers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, uh, they sign up for it in a store or on our website. We have a plugin on the website. They can just sign up for it automatically subscribe, unsubscribe, whatever else I mail it to our subscribers every Thursday night as a way to stay in touch, you know, with our clients uh, to expand our reach, promote Goodwill, pretty much get us in front of people and hopefully they share also. And we're growing. It grows every week. We've not had a week where we've not had growth and I also post the same information on Facebook. Cause not everybody wants an email. Not everybody uses Facebook. Some use both. I post a dish on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So the email is very important. And um, the newsletter highlights new spices, teas, accessories, new recipes, as well as sales and promotions. I kind of write it with a light feeling, not a heavy newsletter like some companies send out. And I tend to have a weekly theme. Like this week, it'll be um, the, the beginning of spring. It may be holidays or something else. Mm-hmm. And we tie, the promotion, or we tie the products and the seasons together. And we also offer free spices and tea samples with a $5 minimum purchase. That changes every every Friday, and I write write about that as well. And customers love it; they get a chance to see what's new, try new things, hear about things first before anybody else does. So, kind of like the newsletter promotes like a, a like a, a sense of belonging to this tight knit group. It might say, you know, the Sheffield family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's very very important. It, it definitely integrals for our growth.
0: That's great. That's, I try to explain to as many people as possible that newsletters done properly are a huge, huge benefit. So I really appreciate you being on the show. We're getting ready to wrap up here. Do you have any advice for other small business owners like you who run an online store as an extension of their physical store?
1: Well, you don't meet John, so I always have advice. i always <laughs> have something to say. Sure. Um, Yeah, first of all, you got to work with a top notch website development firm, preferably with one with experience in your product area so they can help you design your site and understand your needs better. Um, You know, we interviewed a number of companies ourselves, so you need to interview several firms so they can compare their services, their skills, look at their websites they've designed, look at the cost, see if there's a personality match or not you know that's very very important personality match Uh, more importantly though you need to define exactly what you want the website to do both to support your physical store as well as a standalone e-commerce marketplace because even though the website supports your store you're still designing a platform to make money because you want to attract online sales locally and across the country and because you can only expand a physical store so much Without having to open more stores, which can be quite expensive mm-hmm. for online, the world is your marketplace if you have a good website. So you have to have good SEO, the search engine optimization, good social media support, and if you have those customers will find you through online searches, and by using you know, uh, you know your platforms right, which is why we attend, and I attend a number of uh, meetup groups for the website development, for the woocommerce side, for social media. For SEO and there's others graphics and that, so you always are always learning because things are always changing. And finally, you know a good website, you know will create extra sales, you know as the e-commerce platform, Mm -hmm. but only if you're willing to put in the time or pay a firm to help you with it. That's where either doing it yourself or having a good firm is so important. Then either way, you need a good website these days to grow, so you can be found locally, create awareness. Uh, which will result in in, uh, more sales. It's that simple. The site feeds the store, the store feeds the site and it's a complete package if done right. That's great. Great,
0: great advice right there, Richard. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show and thank you guys for listening. We'll be back soon with more small talk business owners. And if you know anybody who you think would be a great guest for the show, or if you'd like to be a guest yourself, reach out to us through our website at ewebscapes.com. Thank you.